0: Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Alex Hayes, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, brother. It's a pleasure to have you on.
1: Thanks so much for having me, dude.
0: Man, it's a pleasure to have you on. And yeah, I'm going to get stuck straight into it. To start the show, for those that don't know who Alex Hayes is, how would you best describe yourself?
1: Oh, someone who wants to live every day as best as possible, you know, live every day. Like it's your last, you know, you can't take your days for granted anymore.
0: I couldn't agree agree more, man. And I mean, fuck for anybody who has come across any of your content, whether it be through like YouTube, Instagram, wherever, I think it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty obvious that that's the way you're living your life at the moment. Anyway, try my best. All you can do is try. That's good, bro this, I was thinking about this the other day when I was putting together a, kind of a few questions, I guess for the show, I, I tend to not put together too much in terms of like structured questions because it just flows much better when it's a conversation. Awesome. But Something that, that, um that I was thinking about a bit is what, like what inspires or motivates you or like what or who inspires or motivates you every day to kind of go out and, and do the stuff that you do or is there anyone or anything that you kind of take inspiration from?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would like to hope that a lot of my inspiration and motivation actually comes from within. And I, I believe that it truly does stem from within, but I have a lot of good um, avenues of people, like people that I look up to like David Goggins, Wim yep. Hof. Yep. Um, the li- list goes on of just a lot of inspirational people that I get inspired by their journeys that, that give me inspiration, but they also give me like a, an example of like, Holy shit, you can do this. And there's a lot of people that I look at now that, doing all these incredible things and then all it just takes is a visual example of like someone doing that for then you to think i can do this myself
0: yeah it's kind of like the um the what is it the four minute mile or whatever but before that point no one had ever done it and then as soon as the first person did it fucking everyone started doing it and it was just like that belief that belief within knowing that it can be done and then it unlocks that potential it's it's crazy how much of an effect that can have like just knowing knowing that you can it can be done
1: One hundred percent, and that's why I I literally stand by my point by saying anything is possible nowadays. Human potential is limitless.
0: Yeah, I um, I don't know if you've looked into much of um Joe Dispenza's content. Do you have you seen much of his stuff, Doctor Joe Dispenza? I've doubled in it.
1: I've doubled in it for sure. One of my good friends had an injury earlier in the year. He actually broke his back, and then he got straight on the Joe Dispenza stuff, and he's recovered super well.
0: It's incredible. Yeah. I've, um, I've read a couple of his books and I, I quite like his content. He, I use one of his guided meditations each morning and he, on a lot of the podcasts he does, he speaks about how these live events where he will have people, you know, who do have, you know, that might be in a wheelchair or have suffered from serious conditions for a long, long time. And have just been told over and over again, that it's just not going to get any better. You're not going to be able to walk, you know, the rest of it. And they go to these events and then all it takes is for them to see someone else on stage telling their story about how they were in that position. And then, you know, within days, months, weeks, whatever it is, maybe even years, but it, uh, they can then make their own transformation just by seeing or believing that, that it can be done. The, yeah. the power of that is just insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, the mind is the ceiling for your potential
0: hundred percent. And when you put out, when you put out content, so the content that you put out, it, are you putting that out for everyone else to enjoy or are you putting that out because that's what you want to do? And then the, the byproduct of that is the fact that it just looks fucking incredible and everybody loves it.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, It's kind of like, I could have two answers to that question because there's a, half of me. It's actually quite selfish with social media. And that's just because I see it as such an incredible platform to document my life and have yep. it there forever. And just to, be able to look at my social media in 20, 30 years, or just the content that I made through social media. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a reflection of who I was at this moment in time. And in, in the future, I'll be able to look back at this moment. Like, holy shit, I have all these, all these documentations in my life. Yeah. My kids. There's like that selfish side of it. But then there's also like, I have such an opportunity to make some sort of an impact, no matter how little or large, but like some sort of positive impact through doing what I love and by getting inspired by other humans and hopefully being that human that inspires others as well by Mm. doing crazy shit, having fun and just trying to like be as real as I can. You know, I'm not perfect, but I'll, I'll happily make a mistake and bounce back from it to show people that they can make mistakes too and bounce back from it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like, I guess what for you, what is that purpose? Like what is, you know, using that platform, what is your, um, you know, what what type of mark do you want to leave on people? Is is it that just kind of helping others understand that regardless of what field they're in, that it is possible to do things that haven't been done or things that are probably outside the realm of what they think is possible right now? Or what is that mark you want to leave? And because the the next thing I want to touch on, which I'll I'll let you answer both, but is is mental health. And I know you've you've done um, a lot of kind of campaigning for it. So is that kind of like a driving factor? Is it awareness around a certain topic or is it just um yeah like what does that look like for you
1: oh it's it's a hard one but i I guess my i I, you know in a a dream situation in an ideal situation where my impact is what i say i would like to expand everyone's consciousness for their own limits and how much they can achieve and how much they can enjoy with what's here all the time the present moment like there's always something great in a moment no matter what in a really weird way there's always something that like can be looked at in a positive way mm. and that's not saying that there is bad shit that happens there's bad shit yeah. that happens all the time it's good to feel the good and bad not everything's always rainbows and lollipops yeah. but like yeah it's just like it's your you have the power to, to to control your action to absolutely anything so it's like yeah. you try and make that good and it's just going to make this world a better place just on the basis of an energy transaction
0: mm. i mean that's the I, uh a statement i guess that i've I've thrown around a little bit lately just through some emails and that is that it's like it's not what happens to it's how you respond so as you have just said like it's not always going to be good but i guess it's how you deal with when the things aren't going as planned so when you know whether there's been setback like big setbacks whether it's physically mentally whatever with you or plans that just haven't gone through like what's your process with dealing with that with dealing with a you know not so much a failure but like I guess setbacks. Yeah. Dealing with something that just doesn't go the way you had hoped it would.
1: Hurdles, man. Yeah. I mean, I say this quote, it's another level, another devil, no matter what level you're, you're, um, innovating to, there's always going to be that devil. It's like a game of super Mario. (laughs) Yeah. You you bypass a level and and on the new level, there's a new thing you have to get over. It's the same as life. Like every time you're growing as a human, you're always going to go through these little setbacks that can either keep you on the same level or you can push through. Yeah. And, um, I kind of honestly just forgot the question in my mind. i made HD. I forgot the question, but...
0: I guess um, how... Uh, yeah, I guess the question is like, I, everybody kind of um, has setbacks regardless of how big or small they are. So when you do face a setback and let's say it's a, it's a major one, what's your approach there? Do you kind of just sit with it and, and sit with the feeling of understanding yeah. that, that it hasn't gone well and then and then process it? Or what's your, what's your approach?
1: I, I think acceptance is a huge part of... Evolution, you know, once you accept your flaws and you look at it as an opportunity to grow, you'll become unstoppable because you start to take the ego away from everything and just notice that you can look at it as an insecurity thing, or you can look at it as this is an opportunity to grow and I can learn from my own shit.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Some of the shit that you've done. I mean, it's pretty fucking insane. And especially for the average person that, that, that has not done anything like that. I mean, for you, it probably becomes a point where it's just like, it's just, it's just another day. Um, I would imagine for a lot of stuff you do, but like what does scare you? What are you scared of? What's, what's, what's Alex Hayes fear.
1: I I'm scared of quite a lot. There's every day. There's something I can, I can be fearful towards, but fear is something that somewhat excites me because it's the fear that shows that I'm, doing something that I'm meant to in a way like that's in all forms of life. But then when it comes to super like scary shit, I try not to let that fear control me. Cause that's when you start to overthink stuff. Like if I'm about to jump off like a, a quite a big cliff into the ocean, doing like some flips and stuff and I'm overthinking it and I'm letting my fear control me, it's going to like flow all this doubt through me. That will then not let myself be present enough to just go with the flow of the motion. Yeah. Um, and so there is always fear present in everything, but it's trying to control that, which is the practice that I try every day of just like meditating, being aware of the moment, and just being calm and not letting my emotions take control of my like reactions, kind of.
0: Yeah. Well, touching on meditation, is that a is that a practice you've been doing for some time now? And and like what what approach do you take to meditation? Is it guided? Is it um, affirmations? Like how how do you go about that?
1: Yeah, I did a course with Mindspo about three years ago. Um, my friends started that company and it's it's taught me everything I need to know really about meditation. And so I've been practicing that method with them for about three, three years. I'm actually in the, it's a slow process. I thought it'd be a bit quicker, but I'm in the process of getting my meditation teacher qualification.
0: Unreal. It's kind of a little
1: goal of mine for the next, you know, in the next year, I'd like to hopefully get that. So then I can. Is that through them?
0: Little... Do they do yeah, that qualification? Be, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it would be because um, they're, they're really good friends of mine as well. And I'd love to do a course one day about, you know, how to live, uh, how to make your days better and have mm-hmm. a meditation apart that. And I think if I have a qualification, it'll legitimize it a little bit. Otherwise, I'm just like a 23 year old influencer <laughs> talking shit. You know, I, I gotta, I, I want to be fully educated on it before trying to teach because it's, it's not fair. if I don't know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Is that the only part of your kind of daily or morning routine? And is it something that you do in the morning or do you have like, when you wake up in the morning, is there a set set routine that you like to follow to set yourself up for a successful and I guess positive day?
1: Yeah. I've got kind of like a menu of, of things that I can do to create a healthy routine. It's not following the same thing every day. Cause that can get boring. Yeah. So I'll just have like, an, like one day I could wake up and do like a Wim Hof breathing method Mm-hmm. And then that'll just put me in a great mood. And then maybe yep. that afternoon I'll meditate or switch it around or even just some days I only get to do one of them. But mm-hmm. jumping in I just got an ice bath here.
0: Matt. Which is which Fuck is great. How good. Just- I just do the I just I don't have an ice bath here, but I do the cold shower every day. And yeah. it's, it's such a game changer.
1: Yeah, I've been doing the cold showers for a while. I learned the Wim Hof method about two years ago as well, but kind of last year didn't get as much into it. And then back in the full swing again this year, cause I just read his book. Yeah. I think it should be out by the time this podcast is out and it's all about, you know, expanding human potential and all his story and the science behind the breathing. And it's kind of like a no brainer for me now that I understand the science Yeah, that if I'm not doing it, I'm doing a disservice
0: to myself and my Your purpose. Potential. Yeah. hundred percent. It's
1: so simple. It's, it's, it's our breath, man. It's, it's like, I did a, I, um,
0: did. I did a course here, uh, a couple, uh, a year or two ago um it wasn't with Wim but like it was the, it was with a few guys that he'd trained up in Australia and they came and did the course and before that I would I had uh watched a few of his interviews with like Rogan and and Lewis Howes and whatnot and um kind of got stuck down the rabbit hole of um of Wim yeah. and was hey. just loving it already and I mean fuck it's just mm. it is so crazy how much we can alter our own state just through the breath and just, like through through mm. our mind it's it's mind. amazing yeah yeah amazing What's um, out, of, out of like, I mean, and for anybody who is listening right now, that's still, if you, if you haven't paused the show at the start and gone and had a look at Alex's content, if you haven't seen any of his stuff already, I hope you do now because then you'll understand what I'm talking about. But in some of the, the, I guess more of the extreme things that you've done for, for whether it's just for yourself or whether it's for content or whatever, what, what has been kind of like the, a few key moments that have been just like that stick out to you and that are real memorable.
1: It was a couple that pop in my head but one of them was pr- probably last year um every year I try to I'll try do something that's extremely physically challenging which will also obviously be mentally challenging but like last year for, for instance I run a marathon and I'm not really a runner at all I'm more of like an ocean ocean baby so <laughs> running has been the best for my knees and stuff so I've always been told running's not the best for me but i i read i read david goggins's book can't hurt me yeah and that shit is so inspiring it opened my mind so much the whole idea of casting the mind and i mean you, you being a personal trainer you cast you cast your hands don't you know on the bars but you just push through and you, your body does what it's capable of doing Adapts, and, yeah. and the mind's exactly the same so you just got to test yourself every day and try callous the mind and so that kind of got me on the running program a little bit. And so I started just doing a few 5Ks, 10Ks and I did the city to surf, which is 15K. And I, I'd, yep. I'd like to think that I'm, I'm pretty fit when it comes to the ocean from the whole swimming and surf life. Yeah, so know, sure. surfing. But running is so different.
0: Yeah, it running is. Was, it's was, like was me getting oh, in, in the pool. Swimming. Like I, I I happily can run fucking just no worries. But then as soon as I get in the pool, I'm like a fucking rock, man. I'm shit out. It's like my aerobic <laughs> yeah, capacity is pretty good, but I'm no good in the water. So it's like the opposite for you.
1: Yeah. It's a whole different fitness space. So yeah, that I did the city to surf and I, I was super stoked and I actually did it not, not too bad. And then I think this marathon was like a month later, but I didn't know it at that point, but I was just kept listening to the audio book, David Goggins, and. Um, he started to get to the point about marathons and then how much more you can push yourself. And yeah. you don't actually need to do running training to run a marathon. And I was like, fuck, like this is, I want to do this. Like i really want to do this. And I, I kind of just signed up for it. I didn't tell anyone, didn't tell my family, didn't tell anyone. And I only signed up like five days before. Yeah. And we, literally I went to the to athlete's foot and I got a pair of sneakers and I said, I'm running a marathon in five days. And then, then I learned that you need to like wear your shoes in, but I didn't have proper shoes. Yeah. it was was all the big journey but yes i I ran that marathon and there was a point in the marathon where i was like holy shit i don't think i can do it Mm. like something so simple as walking
0: how far in how far far in
1: it was actually about 36 k's in i I was doing pretty well i felt crazy man
0: how many people get to that point like i haven't done one yet but so many people that i've spoken to reach that kind of hit that wall at around 35 36 k
1: yeah, I was actually I was cruising at like a 515, 530 pace the whole time. And I was like I am fully surprised, so I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I stopped, had a drink of water. And then when I went to go jog again, the my whole body just shut. And I was like, Oh, here we go. So I just started walking and that was so painful. I called my mum because I just wanted to hear it. And I started bursting into tears just because I was so emotional at that point. Yeah. And um yeah, I could just hear my mind saying, you know, it's okay if you stop saying all this shit. And then I'm like, nah, I didn't come here. There's no way I wasn't finishing it. So I was just like, I cruised for a little bit, but I also then told myself that I didn't come here to walk across the finish line.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I
1: tried to gather all of my Goggins energy and finish the marathon. And then that state of being so um, kind of helpless in a way of being able to move my body how I want and being so disconnected Mm -hmm. to then feel that flow and that joy back of running and having the free, it was absolutely is your folk And so, yeah, that, that was a, that jumped out to me from that question, but a similar instance to the um, Molokai on a, got a lawnmower next door.
0: She's right. We'll see how we go.
1: <laughs> Hopefully it's not too loud. That's um, right. Doing the Molokai to, oh, I'll move
0: on another room. Roaming with Alex Hayes.
1: I want a podcast? Yeah, we're roaming, we the crib. I'm gonna go on my mate's room because someone's in my room on the desk. Um, but yeah, so I had a very similar feeling in the Molokai to Oahu World Paddle Championship paddle mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah. And that's that's a paddle between Molokai and Oahu. It's about 32 miles. I did that race to um, raise awareness and, and money around mental health. And I wanted to use that race as a metaphor for overcoming yeah. mentally. And um in that, in that race in 2018, it was, it was a point where in the middle of the ocean I'm paddling, I can't feel my arms, the tides going across and I'm hearing, the, the, you know, my boat captain go, you're not moving anywhere. I've been paddling for like half an hour cause the tides and the winds were so the opposite direction Yeah. and it's this state of like, I'm trying so hard. I'm like two and a half hours in and I'm not going anywhere. It's like
0: you're on a treadmill. Yeah,
1: it's exactly. And there was just a very similar moments in the marathon. I was just like. So powerless, but then I just yeah. pushed through, pushed through, pushed through, dig deep. And um, felt that euphoric feeling of like a whole new level of energy that was limitless.
0: Yeah. Um 2017. Um I did the it was the first year I did the 24 hour sled push challenge. So to raise money for Beyond Blue, push the sled That's in the gym, right. just up and back, up and back for 24 hours. And um, and it was it got to like the twelve hour mark. And like by this point, it was like you started like you're pretty cooked it had been good vibes so like it was all good but then you you think to yourself fuck that's that's a long time 12 hours and then you're like oh i've still got another another 12 and then it reaches it's almost kind of like similar to the marathon i guess you get to that point where you've only got like a few hours left and that's the hardest because you're so wrecked Mm -hmm, and then all of a sudden those hours all of a sudden those hours and the minutes and the seconds feel like they're so much longer but that feeling at the end is just is just incredible and like you said and you know as um guys like Goggins and stuff kind of like touch on it's just you can continually redefine your own limits and it's all it's all just in the mind and it's um it's crazy what the body can do when the mind cooperates it's just it's incredible what um what was the other question I was gonna have one thing I really want to know is there has there been a moment where where you have in terms of this type of stuff like whether it's jumping out of a plane and stuff which I, I've, I feel as though you're pretty pretty okay with right now but um Things like that. Was Has there been anything where you just have not been able to do it, where you've pulled out due to fear or pulled out due sure. to just not, not being able to get it done and you've just kind of gone, fuck it, I just, this is just not going to happen?
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I I like to think that I take very calculated risks and if I intuitively feel like it's dangerous or I could get hurt, which I mean, obviously that acceptance that I could get hurt doing anything, you know, I could get really hurt, mm. but it's in moments that I feel like I you know, there's some moments that I just don't feel right. Sometimes it just could be the day something could just not feel right internally. Like some days I wake up and if I don't feel right to go skydiving, I just won't. Yeah. Okay. I just kind of just go when it feels right. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's always, there's always days that you, that no one really sees that I, I'll turn up and have everything ready, but just intuitively doesn't feel right.
0: can yeah. Been, I could imagine. What was for those that haven't done skydiving what was that first moment like and do you still get that like when you're jumping out of a plane now do you still get that kind of guts gut feeling where you feel like your stomach's in your in your throat type of feeling when you're jumping out of a plane or is that gone now and you're just kind of able to enjoy it and relax that that period where you are just free falling
1: yeah it's kind of i i can yeah, i can enjoy it a lot more now i'm sitting on, on like 200 jumps but if That's i don't crazy. jump for a while like my first jump in like I think I did like four months or like maybe six months at the end of last year without jumping for a while or something. And my first jump back, I had that nerves cause it was just, it, it had been a while, but when I'm doing it all the time, it feels super.
0: Mm. What's <laughs> it's, uh, it's that, that's crazy. Fuck 200 jumps. That's mental, man. What, um, how much of an importance do you find? Like what's your kind of physical fitness routine like now? And, um, you know, has that always been a thing and, and, how important do you find that not only for obviously physical health, but your mental health as well?
1: Yeah, I think I'm very lucky. I had um, great parents that got me into um, surf life saving pretty early and like just competitive sports like soccer, AFL. I played, tried them all out when I was younger, but surf life saving was the one that I really stuck at and became very competitive at. Mm -hmm. And so the, the discipline with that, with being in like an Ironman, the, you need to be training so many times. When I was like 13, 14, I was waking up every morning at 4 30 doing swimming swords for like two hours and then having board training in the afternoon. Because mm. I, I really wanted to be like a iron man Like that yeah. was kind of half I was on. But then I furthered off into surfing because it was way cooler. And then I yeah. guess <laughs> from 14 to 15, that age is like, oh, I can go either way. Do you want to wear yeah. speeders at the beach, Board shorts at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Chose the board shorts. Yeah, you know, we went surfing. But having that discipline from an, a young age from surf life saving really has. I think it's flowed through to my older years because I did go through quite, a, quite a lot of shit as well, like bullying and stuff when I was that age doing all of that intense training. And that was kind of my escape because I felt good.
0: Felt and good.
1: so, and you felt good because I was doing good for myself and I was getting to points inside my own mind where I was like, understanding myself a little bit better when I would try to talk myself down in a weird way. Mm. So it's like, it was, it was very therapeutic for me, physical exercise. So, uh, and mental exercise. And so that's just, I've tried to carry that discipline physically into like my routine now, nowadays, and just trying anything. Like I'll try something and I'll commit to it.
0: Yeah. It's cool. Isn't it that um, learning that, um, that discipline from such an early age really sets you up for understanding as well that like, if you want something, you have to go out and work for it. And if you put in the work, it will, it will happen. Like you're ultimately in control. Like no one else is going to come and do the work for you regardless of whether yeah. it is physical fitness or business or whatever, whatever it is. Like you have to be the one out there putting in the work. And if you do, then you will reap the rewards. Mm, 100%. What's um, before we wrap things up, man, what's the, like what's the future look like for you? I mean, I feel as though, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel as though, there's not exactly like I and I might be completely wrong but I feel as though there's not exactly like some direct path which you're looking down I feel as though each day each week each month just looks completely different depending on what comes up yeah. so is there something that you are you are working towards in the long term or and also mm-hmm. like obviously at the moment things are not ideal with all these restrictions and stuff but is there anything in in like the near future that you're planning?
1: Yeah for sure I'm, I'm very lucky I've got a few different avenues of, of things. Like I put my time to like few projects and one of them being like music, music production. And I'm trying to figure out like my music strategy for the next however long, but I'll just like start with a year. And that's a whole new industry that I'm not, you know, I'm I'm learning and educating myself on. Mm. That's like some days I could just work purely towards that. And then another day I could work purely on the daily living, which is kind of like my little baby. It's It's my business. I'm trying to grow. It's, it's a brand that I, I, I aim to hopefully become more of a movement of people enjoying their days and mm-hmm. living life, of course, but also understanding that life comes with the bads and the goods, but it's what we are talking about earlier. It's how you react yeah. to it. And so yeah. um, I just want it to be an in- inspiring brand that pushes people to just continually grow. Um, also, third, I, I really want to um, follow this, this passion of mine to be a big wave surfer and to Mad. train and be physically prepared and mentally prepared to surf some of the biggest waves in the world. It's been a, a bit of a goal of mine for a while. I got a swell early this year, which is fun. Um, and then just also just anything action sports. I just want to learn shit. I just want to try push myself in any direction physically where I have to really control the mind to a sense and learn and adapt and um, hopefully become skillful at all these different areas because I just love action sports.
0: Incredible, man. Well, it's exciting to watch and um, I'm sure you've got a real bright future ahead of you, man. And, and, and as you've, you know, with your content and just your attitude and stuff. And even today with people listening, I'm sure you're, you're already inspiring a fuckload of people and I'm sure you'll continue to do so. So thanks for joining us on the show, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks
1: for having me, dude. I really appreciate it.
0: Guys, anybody who has tuned in today, if you've enjoyed the episode, which I'm sure you have, please do take a screenshot of today's show on your phone and post it up on your Instagram story. for me, tag myself, tag Alex. We'd love to hear your feedback. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll chat to you again in the next episode.